2: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: This is Metro News This Morning, bringing you this morning's biggest news headlines from across the state.
4: It is Wednesday, July 20th, 2022. Good morning. I'm Chris Lawrence, ready to get your day started with all the information you need in West Virginia. The forecast for the Mountain State today, hot and humid Which could trigger some evening and overnight thunderstorm activity all across the mountain state. More on the forecast coming up in a moment. Right now, Let's get caught up on what's been happening in the last 24 hours across West Virginia. At the Metro News Anchor Desk this morning is Carrie Hudasek. Good morning, Carrie.
2: Good morning, Chris. A portion of I-64 West in Charleston remains closed this morning, more than 24 hours after a tractor-trailer crashed near the I-77 split. The truck was carrying six containers of acetone when it rolled over Tuesday between the Westmoreland Drive and Washington Street exits. The material that spilled has dissolved the asphalt down several inches. Kanawha County Emergency Management Director C.W. Sigmund says local fire crews have been on scene since before 5 a.m. Tuesday.
1: The Charleston Fire Department has a very well-trained hazardous materials crew, and uh, they're handling pretty well.
2: State DOH engineers will now be tasked with assessing the damage when the truck is removed, but the road may not reopen until sometime today. Traffic from I-64 West is being detoured north on I-77 to Eden's Fork. State Attorney General Patrick Morrissey is fighting a preliminary injunction issued by a Kanawha County Circuit judge this week regarding the state's abortion law from the 1800s. Morrissey has asked Judge Tara Salango to stay her ruling. The judge says the law lacks enough clarity to enforce effectively. Governor Jim Justice said Tuesday the law is in the legislature's court.
5: We need to have a special session to clean up some of the the old, old, ancient laws and everything that, you know, are... Yeah, outdated to say the very least. We need to do that as soon and we will do that as soon as I get the thumbs up that the legislature is really ready.
2: Meanwhile, the state's only abortion clinic, the Women's Health Center of West Virginia, has resumed scheduling patients for abortions as early as next week. Hancock County Delegate Pat McGeehan says the legislature needs to get into a special session quickly on the issue of abortion. We
1: in the legislature need to reaffirm our state's historic rejection of abortion as an act that's just ill-fitting for a peaceful and virtuous people.
2: But Monongalia County Delegate Barbara Fleshauer says they have no business getting involved in a woman's right to choose what to do with her body. I feel strongly that this is an area where the government shouldn't be intruding, that this is a private decision and a personal decision. Morrissey says his goal is to defend the unborn. Morrissey also says he wants a scholarship program that provides state funds for students leaving the public school system to be able to continue while a legal battle continues in court. Metro News statewide correspondent Brad McElhaney says Morrissey on Tuesday filed a motion to stay a circuit court ruling that the New Hope scholarship is unconstitutional.
5: While the broader appeal goes forward, let's Halt the judge's decision and let that scholarship money go so that families can use it for the coming school year. It's a matter not
1: only of the law, but the school calendar.
2: Judge Joanna Tabbit ruled earlier this month the program would take funding away from the public school system. On Capitol Hill, a measure to protect same-sex marriage now heads to the U.S. Senate. The House of Representatives approved the Respect for Marriage Act Tuesday. Second District Congressman Alex Mooney voted against it, saying marriage is between a man and a woman and that the legislation is, quote, a distraction from President Biden's failed economic record. West Virginia's other representatives, David McKinley and Carol Miller, did not vote on the bill. A sentencing in a Charleston murder case.
1: Charleston resident Christopher Neal Smith is going to jail for the next 25 years for the July 2021 killing of 35-year-old Amanda Don Burdett. Smith was sentenced Tuesday in front of Kanawha Circuit Judge Carrie Webster. He was sentenced for a second-degree murder charge, an attempted murder charge following a guilty plea. Burdett was killed on July 26th after being shot multiple times on a Stockton Street porch during an argument about shoes. Her sister, Raina Burdett, spoke to the courtroom Tuesday.
2: And that day when it happened, I had to call my mother and tell her what happened. That my sister had that because
1: of him. Burnett's family believed that Smith deserved life in prison. I'm Jake Flatley,
3: Metronews.com. The
2: Summers County community is remembering the life of a four-year-old girl who was murdered last week. Her parents, Rebecca and Rusty Weichel, have been charged with her death. Dozens of people gathered for a vigil outside the Summers County Memorial Building in Hinton on Tuesday night. Two people are dead following two separate crashes in Harrison and Monongalia Counties. Police in Bridgeport say a motorcyclist was killed Tuesday afternoon after the motorcycle collided with a vehicle on U.S. Route 50. A Sunday morning crash on Interstate 68 left an Ohio woman dead. That woman has been identified as 24 year old Kilani Brienne Smith. A Morgantown group is getting together tonight to benefit the people of Ukraine.
3: Tonight at 123 Pleasant Street, a group of musicians and local businesses and restaurants are supporting the people of Ukraine. Organizer and WVU professor Lisa D. Bartolomeo says they want to add to the $16,000 they've already raised for the Ukrainians and refugees and give back.
2: Plus, the list of prizes that we have for the raffle is amazing. And I think all of that shows the support.
3: The doors open at 7. Music starts at 7.45. I'm Mike Nolting for WVMetroNews.com. And
2: computer services at the state DHHR and state DMV seem to be working again after being temporarily offline Tuesday. The DHR's public assistance portal, WVU Path, was impacted. Outages at the DMV affected the agency's regional offices and website.
4: Thank you, Carrie. Coming up in our backgrounder, a special session on abortion law. Still yet to be scheduled, but the governor is talking about it. We'll hear what he had to say. And then Kyle Wiggs will join us as Alec Manoa shined in the All-Star game last night. We'll hear more about that coming up with Kyle. Stay with us.
3: West Virginia Outdoors is the Mountain State's only hook and bullet radio show. Dedicated to the more than quarter million hunters and anglers across the state, award-winning host Chris Lawrence has been tracking down hunting and fishing stories for more than 25 years.
5: Fun fact about groundhogs that not a lot of
3: people know is they actually go through hepatitis B, much like humans do. They've actually been used as a role model for how hepatitis progresses through humans. Don't even act like you knew that. Whether it's hunting and fishing news or just compelling stories about the enjoyment of the Great Outdoors. He
1: brought the dogs in the next day. That dog, as soon as it got out of side by side, it hit the nose on the ground. It pulled us. It took us straight through that deer.
4: Show point. Got a point.
3: You got that one. West Virginia Outdoors covers it all Saturday mornings at 7.06 a.m. And for your daily fix, Outdoors Today brings you two and a half minutes of news and notes from the woods and water every weekday morning on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia.
4: In a moment, Kyle Wiggs with a check on sports. Right now in our background or a special session on the state's abortion law yet to be scheduled, but Governor Jim Justice is putting the matter into the state legislature's hands. Lawmakers are not yet out with any plan. The governor addressed the matter during part of Tuesday's coronavirus briefing.
5: The ultimate decision was made by the United States Supreme Court. You know, uh, and, and, and now, you know, there's going to be hoops jumped through from our Attorney General and, and, you know, appealing immediately to the Supreme Court, and in the Supreme Court, you know, weighing in and making decisions on what, what they think the law should be and everything. You know, we need to have a special session to clean up some of the, the old, old, ancient laws and everything that, you know, are, yeah, outdated to say the very least. We need to do that as soon, and we will do that, as soon as I get the thumbs up that the legislature is really ready. You know, we're trying to give them, you know, some rope and everything to get themselves ready and to do all the work that they have to do, because there's so many sensitive issues and everything. But but this will not this will not go on for a long period of time. We're we're talking about a very, very short window. You know, you kind of honestly expect you know when a when when the law comes down as it did something that is changing something over 50 years it's not going to be just a smooth initial step i think you're going to have some bumps and bruises and all that you know all that in the very beginning may take a month maybe take it two months or whatever it may be but then all this will get worked out and everything but uh But right now, we need to leave this to the courts. We need to leave it to our attorney general. Uh, I've got all the confidence in the world in him, and uh, we need to really stop the theatrics. But we do need to clean up the law, and we do need a special session to clean that up.
4: Now, his remarks followed Kanawha County Circuit Judge Tara Alango issuing an injunction that halts West Virginia's felony abortion statute dating back to the 1800s. Now to the sports desk, Kyle Wiggs is in. Kyle, the American League won the uh, the uh, won the game last night, but I think it was Alec Manoa who stole the show.
1: <laughs> yeah, he did. He was the breakout star last night. You had Giancarlo Stanton hit a two-run home run. He was named the game's MVP. Byron Buxton hit a solo shot. Stanton and Buxton go back to back, and that was all the offense the American League needed. They win three to two, but it was Alec Manoa who pitched the second inning for the American League while he was actually miked up and visiting with the Fox broadcasters
4: one, two, two. what do we got, how hard am I going it's 94, 95 there we go. okay. Eat free and easy coming out of your hand, going downhill that's what I love about commanding and attacking the strike zone I thought the adrenaline would give me a couple more alright here we go there's one that was perfect, man.
1: Yeah, the strikeout of William Contreras, Manoa would go on to strike out the side. Jock Peterson and also Ronald Acuna Jr. He pitched that scoreless second inning while mic'd up on Fox Television. The American League beat the National League by final of three to two. Fifth-year senior Trey Braithwaite, not for another former Mountaineer pitcher drafted by the Reds organization in the 16th round on. Tuesday, so a total of three Mountaineers
4: were drafted. Thank you, Cal. Each weekday evening at 6.06, tune in to the Metro News statewide sports line. You can hear it live on Metro News radio stations across West Virginia, and there's a live stream at wvmetronews.com
0: as well. Now with today's commentary, the voice of Metro News, Hoppy Kirchival. Chris, a new Gallup poll finds that confidence in newspapers and television reporting has reached an all-time low. The survey conducted last month found just 16% of U.S. adults say they have a great deal or quite a lot of confidence in newspapers and just 11% in television news. And both are down five points from last year. Americans have always had doubts about the veracity of what they read and hear in the news, but these are new lows. Gallup reported taken together. These data suggest the media have a long way to go to win back the public's confidence. What's gone wrong here? The free press is so important to our country. The Founding Fathers included a guaranteed protection for it in the First Amendment. Thomas Jefferson famously said that if given the choice of a government without newspapers or newspapers without government, he would choose the latter. But Jefferson still had his issues with the press. He also said during his time in office, As for what is not true, you will always find abundance in newspapers. The media must accept its share of the responsibility for the rock-bottom confidence levels. Journalism is more art than science, meaning that subjectivities, biases, and simple mistakes are part of the equation. Deadlines and competitive pressures complicate the inherent desire to make sure stories are fair and accurate. Additionally, many news outlets have made the conscious decision to engage in more advocacy journalism. This is reporting from a non-objective viewpoint that is intended to achieve an end. Advocacy can take the form of investigations that achieve a public good but it can also border on propaganda that advances a particular cause. The blending of news and opinion has also contributed to the decline of confidence. CNN and Fox often cover the same stories, but with much different approaches. And viewers migrate to media outlets that more likely reflect their views. So it's predictable that Fox viewers distrust CNN, and CNN viewers have no confidence in Fox. The nationalization of news, I think, is a problem. Too much coverage revolves around Washington and politics, the tribal nature of our politics, the other side is not just wrong, it's evil, fosters public anger that's reflected in a media feedback loop. The Washington press corps, I think, should get out more, see what's happening in flyover country. I'm certain they will find there are more good stories than dumpster fires, enlightening and inspiring stories about our country. These and other factors have contributed to the decline of confidence in the media. But these journalistic shortcomings do not represent the totality of what media provide. On any given day, at any moment, there's some excellent journalism out there, and you don't have to look far to find it. The media are far from perfect, but they're not the enemy. For every story that contains bias or inaccuracies, there are a dozen more that contribute to an informed public, which is essential to a healthy democracy. Chris Thank you, Hop. Hoppy, you'll be back this morning at
4: 10.06 with Metro News Talk Line on Metro News Radio Station Statewide and at wvmetronews.com. Your West Virginia weather forecast on this Wednesday morning. There's a cold front that's going to bring a chance for shower and thunderstorm activity overnight tonight into tomorrow morning. Ahead of that, today is going to be hot and quite humid. Some of those storms could be severe tonight with localized heavy rainfall, possibly the strongest in those storms. A brief break in the precipitation for much of Thursday into Friday night, but it's going to be hot and the active weather returns for the weekend and now you're up to date have yourself a great day for hoppy Kerchival, kyle wiggs and carrie hudasek i'm chris lawrence on metro news the voice of west virginia
3: metro news this morning is an exclusive production of the metro news radio network all rights reserved